Now, I suppose it would not be fair for me to beat up on the JBLs without telling you what dramas inducted them into the throneship in the first place. JBLs used to be king. And I don't know how many people agree with that, but for me, in my book, Adak Sadang, they are legendary for this. And as unfortunate as it is for me to witness them no longer being the royalty that they should be. And you know what makes this so much more disheartening is that they're starting to aesthetically line themselves up with the rest of the industry. Now, I'm the first person to say that, baby, don't try to be like everybody else. If everybody is going right, I'm going left. I get that. But I'm also going to look good while I'm going left. And ain't nothing wrong with Japan making themselves look better is all I'm saying. So what dramas contributed to their king status? This list is not exhaustive. Okay, this is not like, oh, only these. It's just that these particular ones are what enabled this episode not to be five hours long, which if you have made it this far and you've listened to every episode that I have, you are an official ride or die. And I just want to say thank you. And there is so much more to come. And I cannot wait to talk about it with you. So the first on the list of things that earned the JBL their crown was Takumi Kun the series. That's spelled T-A-K-U-M-I-K-U-M the series. And series one through five. They are worth watching. And why are they worth watching? Oh my gosh, where to start? The passion, the kissing, the good work speaks for itself. So go watch it. You will not regret it. What I will say here is you can find clips of the Takumi Kun kissing and you won't have any problem finding that. But let me tell you what it's going to do because I know what you're going to do. I know what you might be tempted to do. You like me. You like, you know what? Sometimes I just want to get to the good part and we all go get those clips where it's just like, you know, director's cut or just the good people, just the couple, just the romance scenes, just the kissing. You're going to go and you're going to look up those kissing scenes because it's like, damn, I got to watch five series in order, you know, for it to click. No, you go watch those. But I'm telling you, don't waste your time doing that. Why? Because you're going to you're not going to want to watch the series. You're not going to be satisfied with that. You're going to want to watch it more after you watch that. Sometimes I watch clips of the romance and I'm like, OK, Phew, that's a relief. Now I don't have to waste my time watching the drama because sometimes the drama is a little drier than the romance scenes. And this, you won't have that problem. It is an older classic. So not only are you going to see some passionate romance, they bring it. But for posterity's sake, there's a such thing as um, I think is earning your OG status when it comes to A-dramas. And A-dramas are just Asian dramas, guys. But this is a Japanese dramas. And earning your OG status may may seem I'm I'm willing to be hypocritical here simply because the dramas that you need to watch to gain your OG status are not necessarily good dramas and they commit a lot of drama sins. <laughs> I know. But have you ever heard the phrase so bad is good? 
it's kind of like that. It kind of falls into that category. So what's the best example of a, of a drama that commits every sin, but it's still good is a uh, boys over flowers. Like you're going to have, there are people that don't like that. But I think that when I look over my a drama viewing history, I'm really glad. I think it was just, I just think it's an intelligent move to to put yourself through that. Just to, yes, to watch it. Because you learn so much. You learn so much about the environment, about tropes, about the historical value of those dramas, about the lingo, about the, you know, abbreviations. There is a lot of stuff that you're going to be like, oh my God, what is ML? You know, male lead, what's FL? Female lead, you know, what is, you know, this and what is that? What is second lead syndrome? What is, what the hell is that? What is, ooh, you, you know, there are a lot of answers that are going, questions that are going to be answered just by way of you going through that process and sharing that experience with the viewers who have watched it in the past and those who are. Um, I also love the fact that getting your OG status, you can get it at any time. It's not like you have a, 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 a expiration date for this. If you have not watched a series like Boys Over Flowers, you can stop watching the dramas you're watching right now and watch those. Why? Because it puts the, the K-drama world into perspective. Okay, and Emino is a G, baby. And I also recommend that you take time to binge certain actors because, again, they just really help you to see the historical value of the where dramas were and how they become, how they become who they are. So actors like like a song, the woman, the, the female song, you know, She's a little unwatchable for me, but I watch her classic dramas because they're classics and I can watch, I can stomach her in those. Um, no, uh, Hyun Bin, just watching where those dramas came from. And believe it or not, back in the day, like the nineties, the early two thousands, man, Korea was way more liberal and it's evident in their dramas. You know, the women, they wear spaghetti tank tops, something they don't do nowadays. They they will wear a skirt underwear length, but they will not wear a spaghetti tank. And that's a cultural thing that I I don't want to say I understand it, but I'm familiar with that. But you you look at those dramas, you think, oh, my God, this is old. The uh, You know, it's not an HD or whatever. It's all 240p or whatever. But when you get past all that and realize, okay, everything is not going to be, you know, digitally sound necessarily when you watch it, you realize how much more freedom they had back then. And and you'll get stuck into the vortex of watching, you know, stuff in the late 90s, early 2000s, because the storytelling is much richer. It, it seemed as though the storytellers really competed for who could tell the best stories. And it's evident they're not just copy, copy pasting and it's just not trending. Every writer and producer seem like they had their own ideas of what the hell they wanted to do and they try to do it. Now, back in the day, the aesthetics on Korean dramas weren't necessarily quite as good, but we're not talking about that right now, are we? We're talking about when BLs in the J stratosphere were king. Great Rainbow factors into that. That's not necessarily one that's, you know, as old as Takumi Kun. Takumi Kun is a classic for all the reasons that a classic makes it into classicness. But Grey Rainbow, it's really good. It's very passionate. You're going to get a passion-filled story that you're going to enjoy. 
And I'm telling you another drama sin, which I hope I can bring this to the episode to the podcast. All of my ideas, guys, come while I make these episodes. It's so awesome. Nevertheless, um, a drama sin that Grey Rainbow has is the last episode uh, sin. And I'll go into more detail about that on another episode. But what I will say here is do not under any circumstances watch the last episode. Thank me later. Okay. If you you ain't got to trust me or whatever, because you don't know me like that. I'm just going to tell you, you can trust me as a, a drama viewer. And I like to think I know my way around a drama. And whenever I venture into a drama and I check out what people are saying, not that I let them influence what I'm going to watch, because I don't give a damn if it's got three stars. If I like it, I like it. But if the commenters say, do not watch the last episode. Do you know that I treat that like a commandment? I don't know why every <laughs> illustration I make is biblical because I just think those illustrations are really stark and there's no confusion about it. When somebody tells you not to watch the last episode, take it as a commandment and do it. <laughs> do not watch the last episode. Just don't do it. Okay. Another uh, JBL that uh, earned them their crown is the pornographer. And despite how much I like to use pornography as my uh, illustration, I don't know. I just need my illustrations to be strong, baby. I struggle with illustrations. I need to study that because sometimes you try to make a comparison or illustration and it's kind of off. But when I'm talking about this stuff, baby, pornography and the Bible seem to be really good at that. I don't know why. <laughs> Probably because they are in such stark contrast to each other but the pornographer the passion in that and you're also going to notice you're going to be able to watch an og japanese actor and he's just so good i mean you don't even you believe him baby you believe him you believe him and nothing's better than believing a person who is telling you what they tell you. um it's just i mean the passion and the devotion is off the Richter scale, Bay B. Another one that earned them their king title for me is his, H-I-S. And it's fairly newer. It was a 2020 um, BL. But baby, it is perfect in every way. And let me tell you one thing, which is another drama sin. And you will hear this episode from me. I think that kids in a drama is a drama scene. I know, guys. I'm I'm reminded of <laughs> Park and Pond. How he said he hates kids, and I thought he said it, and he dropped down and started being nice to that little girl. Oh my God! But kids in a drama, a romance drama, just they just no, 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 no. It's sin. It's sin. It's sin. Because we women inundate this this genre, this subgenre. And baby, the last thing I want to be reminded of is washing dishes and slice of life. And I just that's a drama saying too. that whole genre slice of life romance. No, you know, spells. No, but his is. Oh, my God. It has a kid in it. One of the characters has a kid. And I hate saying the word kid has a child, has a daughter. And um, it's really good, though. I could I could stomach it for some somehow I could make it and you'll make it. Because the passion is just on Jupiter. You know, the planet that's no longer a planet anymore is on that planet. It's out there. And the last that I have on the list, but definitely not least, and not the, the last one that made them kings. Because I, I, 
there are so many that this 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 episode would never end because I have seen I'm I don't even want to tell you how many JB J's I've seen period because that number gets a little scary but um the last one is Osan's love the series watch them all for posterity's sake to get your OG stripes remember when you're watching these dramas you got to be able to keep up now. You you got to start speaking drama now. You know how I said in another episode that I speak K-drama? Are you Well, you need to speak A-drama. You need to speak it all across all of them. So if you want to be able to speak J-drama, you need to watch Osan's Love, the series. Now, what I will say, Osan's Love is not necessarily heavy on the romance particularly but let me draw that back because there is romance. You you do feel the love and the longing and the yearning. So you do feel it. But um, it's also not teasing you that, ooh, I'm going to bring these two attractive faces together a hair apart. And somehow they never can make the kiss happen. It's never necessarily like that simply because um, it's slapstick. It's um Japanese have a style of comedy that is extremely difficult to adjust to when you are not um familiar with the culture but this this is a very well done depiction of Japanese slapstick comedy in this genre let's just say in this subgenre I ain't gonna say across the board because baby I ain't gonna act like I know but I will say this is comedy at its finest and you might be asking yourself well damn comedy and BL ugh no it's not ugh it's good it's timed well it's acted well it's it's they do a fantastic job and it's also worth it to gain your um your black belt your J black belt Nevertheless, that is just those are just a few of the things of when JBLs were king. Do you remember a time when JBLs were king? Have you been watching? Have you ever watched a JBL? And if you haven't, you can start with this list. Start with this list. And I guarantee you, you will be an OG after you finish your first Takumi Kun series, baby. You didn't know? Oh, yeah. You only have you only have to watch one and you're automatically inducted into the stratosphere and it's a lovely place to be can you not hear it in my voice nevertheless thank you for listening and um i hope to have you here for the next episode because it's something that not only do you not want to miss but when it finally happens i don't want to miss it either <laughs>